재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 in Seoul and on streaming platforms all around the world. We're about to head out and about with Christine Saw. She brings us the inside deal on travel trends, festivals, and little places in the city and outside the city to explore each week. She's here now. Hi, Christine. Hello, Kurt. Okay, out and about. We've gone to a lot of different things. We've done festivals. We've done nature. This time, we're staying in the concrete jungle. We're talking about urban renewal. Yes, and we're um, focusing on one of the 25 districts in Seoul, mm. and it's called the Songdonggu. Songdonggu, okay. And it's situated at the north bank of Han River. Okay. And there has been a lot of um, positive changes going on in the district, and it was part of um, the Seoul Urban Renewal Project that started at the end of year 2014. Hmm. And it was to um, rejuvenate old areas and reinvigorate local economies. So, um, so far, Songdonggu has been doing pretty great. And at the center of their renewal project lies the Songsu Handmade Shoe Street and the Seoul Forest Park. That sounds interesting. Help me visualize, like on a map, where Songdonggu is. If you, if we picture that sort mm-hmm. of east to west line of the Han River, are we talking about the western part of the city or the it, eastern? We're talking about the eastern part. Okay, but on the north bank. Understood. So um, it will be right after you cross the bridge from the Gangnam area or the Apgujeong area. Towards the Apgujeong area, where the no, no, no. Um, um, Songdonggu is across the bridge from Gangnam. So it's right uh, okay, I've got it flipped Gangnam. over. I've got my, right. my nam and my book flipped backwards <laughs> in my mind. Got it. So there we are. I have a good picture. So more or less across the street from uh, or across the river from Gangnam Apgujeong. Uh, so let's talk about these attractions. You said Handmade Shoes Street. Right. So um, there has been like a flow of shoes factories started to gather around the Songsu station right about 19, year 1990s. And um, at at peak of its era, there the area had up to thousand and two hundred shoemakers. Mm-hmm. So it was like the um, highlight of the shoemaking industries until um, the mass production came, and the shoemakers in Songsudong rapidly lost their clientele to big companies. And about that time, two third of the shoes factories were deserted. But now, um, after going through the whole urban renewal pro- project, the Songsu Handmade Shoe Street is again brimming of craft- craftsmanship with about 500 different stores and workshops located around the Songsu station. Mm-hmm. And um, all of the shoes are handmade by, for exclusively for one person mm. by all of the um, craftsmen and the shoemakers in the area now. Bespoke shoes. Are you? Do you know that word? Bespoke. Bespoke is what they they call when you have a suit made just for you. They tailor it to your exact measurements, or in this case, shoes. That's bespoke. Oh. So these are bespoke shoes. They're made just for you by craftsmen. I seem to recall uh, everybody was fascinated uh, right after President Moon got elected with his shoes. I think he mm-hmm. had a really, really old pair of these handmade shoes, didn't he? Yeah, and it was from the handmade shoe street. Yeah. Like from the heyday of it, and he's had them forever um, and worn them for years and years. It's kind of a testament to the um, the quality. 
Uh-huh. Is the branding around these shoes? I would think that if you want to survive globalization as a handmade shoe district, you'd want to create this sort of feel, special feeling around your shoes, like right. they're ultra high quality mm-hmm. or like this ultra attentive service or something like that. Well, the shoe street is going for the low price and high quality strategy. Really? Uh-huh. So both. Okay. So you can buy um, a quality shoes that's about the same quality as where you can get it from the department stores mm. and about two-thirds of the prices or half of the prices no sometimes. Well, that's amazing. Would you go get shoes? I actually did get one of um, my shoes from the Shoe Street. Really? A couple months ago, yeah. And you're no slouch when it comes to dressing up. So if, you, <laughs> if Christine Saw is willing to put on shoes from Song Sudong, then you know you've got uh, a high-quality product. What kind of shoes are they? Well, those are this... Um, Beige is pink colored heels. Okay. That's not up. sharp heels, the square ones? Oh, no, it's one of the sharp heels. Sharp ones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to think I catalog your shoes. Let's not make it get weird. Okay, so if I do want handmade shoes, right. what do I do? Well, of course, you have to get to the street first, which is in the Songsu station between exit 3 and 4. And then you have to visit a couple of workshops to try out the shoes and see what's most the what's most suitable design for you and mm. most comfor- comfortable pair. Sort of a model shoe. You right. try on shoes that are already made and then mm-hmm. they make it for you. Yeah, and once you narrow down the pick, you go back to the workshop and pick a design out of their collection. Because... Mm. Some of the workshops have their own different collections mm-hmm. of designs. And then you have to get your foot size measured. And they're probably going to use um, some pencil and sketch out your feet. I'm going to guess that these people know feet really well. I mean, like they know the weirdnesses of feet. And, you know, there's all these terms with feet like overpronate and where you walk, heel to toe. Mm-hmm. These people must know the peculiarities of feet. Yeah, in order to build special shoes. And I guess that's why they um, add certain special elements to the shoes, uh, depending on your feet type, like extra cushion, if you have flat um, feet or slightly different sizes for the two feet. Did you get any mods on your shoes? I did. I, I added a little cushioning oh, yeah? for the shoes. And um, my right feet is a little bigger than the left so they adjust it for me how cool is that and then uh obviously it takes a while to make shoes they don't just make them while you wait do they right so they will be sending your shoes off to one of the local factories around the shoe street Hmm. so it's probably going to take a few weeks to get your um, shoes delivered to your home and um as i mentioned the cost is pretty um relatively um well priced out it's about 120,000 won to 130,000 won per pair. Okay, that's that's not too expensive. It kind of, um, you know, it's not a super casual purchase, but uh, as shoes go, that's about what you would expect to pay, I think. Mm-hmm. And that is cheaper than what you would get if you went into a it fancy store. It is definitely store. cheaper, yeah. You know, I'm not a big shoe shopper, I'll admit, but uh, I think that's probably very price competitive. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I think we you might should. turn this into a segment, going to get shoes made. So uh, is that the, the, everything? Shoe Street is all about shoes and that's it? Well, of course not. Um, they have like um, 
abandoned factories that has been um, turned into like a workshop that teaches leather crafts mm-hmm. and also warehouses have been turning into like a fancy brunch cafes with galleries okay. and there are a whole lot of um, cafes and restaurants in between the alleys to maybe indulge some of the fluid explorers mm-hmm. and also the young avid social network posters so it's a bit of a destination as well. Not just utilitarian shoemaking, but uh, a bit of a vibe. It sounds almost like a mule dong. We went there the other week, and it's got this industrial but destination vibe to it. Yeah, so um, it's been a pretty trendy neighborhood nowadays, and mm. it does remind of the mule dong. And not only people can get shoes made, but they can also shop for other goods like handbags, purses, and accessories, all made by the local craftsmen. Yeah, very cool. I would think the skill set to build shoes out of leather would transfer very well to building other accessories like bags and stuff like that. Next up, so there's your shoe street. I'm going for sure. You have sold me on it. You said there was what? Seoul Forest Park? Yes, and um, the Seoul Forest Park is not actually the part of the urban renewal project of Seoul, but the butterfly garden located within the Seoul Forest Park is. And um, the butterfly garden has um, is full of butterflies that are rare to see in the city. Mm. And they have been made from a concrete structure of the water purification plant that has been reached um, the end of its life. I see. It used to be a plant of, for purifying water. Now it's a big tower full of butterflies. Right. And apart from that, the park itself, the Seoul Forest Park itself, was brought to life in 2005 um, and volunteered by 5,000 citizens and 70 firms who um, decided to come, gather together and plant trees to make to form a park. It sounds wonderful. Yeah. What's the Korean name for Seoul Forest Park? It's called Seoul Soup. Seoul Soup Kongwon. Yes. And Seoul Soup and Seoul Soup Kongwon are basically the same thing. They're, they are the same thing. Got it. Uh, I, I've been wanting to go there for years and I've never made it. So it's a, apart from the butterflies, it's a beautiful nature destination as well. Yeah, and there are five different sections of the park, including like the eco-forest section that has wildlife like deer, chipmunks, mandarin ducks and stuff. And the other parts include the experimental park, which is home to the butterfly garden I mm-hmm. mentioned. And there's also like a marsh plants garden, home to a bird observatory and other outdoor nature classrooms. Sounds fantastic. They uh, host occasional festivals, right? Yeah, and they are hosting one just this weekend. It's called the Autumn Festival that's going on from October 14th to 15th from this Saturday to Sunday. And there's so much going on, like the Halloween-themed planting. Wait a minute, Halloween-themed planting. Yes, so you basically plant um, different kinds of plants in this um, vase that's curved out of a pumpkin. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yes. Okay, so it's like a jack-o'-lantern that serves mm-hmm. as a uh, plant pot. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that sounds very cool. Yeah, and but it's merely intended for children, so... So they're not going to let me in? Well, you you can argue with them, you know. I'm pretty sure you, <laughs> they'll let you in once okay. you express your um, enthusiasm I, I, towards the, the, the Halloween that theme. That appeals very strongly to the child in me, <laughs> planting pumpkins full of plants but other there are other um, activities that you can attend like the yoga and hula dancing at the same time oh no at a different time oh okay yoga and hula dancing and awesome. also like a pop jazz concert which is held under the yellow ginkgo trees the nang trees very stinky 
<laughs> they drop down to the ground and, uh, you know, we've all stepped on sidewalks full of anangs and enjoyed the uh, wafting aroma of those, right? Yes, so just don't try not to step on one of them during the um, pop jazz festival. Pop jazz concert, I guess. Mm-mm. I'll be on a blanket just <laughs> watching if I go. Um, I've seen there's a whole list of activities that you've put here on this sheet. A lot of stuff going on. Walk us through a couple of those. Well, um, I'll start with the YOLO activities, I guess. Then um, there's a nap time that you can do on a little bin bag. Is napping a YOLO activity? I consider it so. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, they have a title under the YOLO activities, and it's going on from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. on both days. Uh So you can just stop by and do a little relaxing session by yourself. And there's the yoga and hula dancing session that you have been As aforementioned, yes. Yes, and yoga is going on from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., and hula dancing is until from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. It's only done on Saturdays. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's also a walk through a maple forest with um, the forest commentator that's starting at 10.30 a.m. And another session is going on at 2 p.m. Okay. And there are other activities, including the Halloween activities that you showed interest The planting interest stuff, uh-huh. yep. The planting succulent plants and pumpkin basket is on 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. and also 3 p.m., but it's a first-come, first-served basis. Gotcha. So you got to rush for it. Okay, push your way past all those kids and get to the front of the line. Yes, and there are a little more um, activities for children, like the children's garden party with the witches at 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturdays, mm. Inclu- and also the pop jazz concert that's going under the ginkgo trees, and that's on 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. A lot of cool stuff going on at the Seoul Forest. And on both of these destinations you've talked about today, they're right smack at subway stations. Seoul Forest Station, right? And then, Sa- what was the other one? Songsu. There's stations for both. Yes. Very convenient to get to. They both sound fun, and I think you've hooked me on both of them. Christine, that's our time. Thank you very much for coming in. Thank you, Kurt. And we're back with People in Seoul right after this.